Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, um, we have concluded our previous series, which is What's in the Name. And uh, in that series, we talked about a few names that in, in our community are quite popular and meaningful. Hopefully, some converts who are interested to find a name for yourself, you guys can go back to that series to listen to some names that you guys um, relate to and hopefully, inshallah, adopt the name. So um, in between the previous series and this um, new series that we're going to record in a while, um, we've also had uh, C. Sarah Maram's conversion story. She's very interesting. Um, she's an Estonian convert who is living in Singapore. So tune in to that two podcast to also listen to her story and some discussions we've had about her Islamic journey thus far. So today, um, I'm actually very excited to start this series um, because this is a series that we carried over from last year and we're going to talk about convert marriages in Islam. So um, the way that we've actually um, packaged this series this year, we'll actually be starting with two conversion stories. Now, more like convert marriage stories, you know. Um, and, and I think it'll be pretty interesting to actually listen to post-conversion um, for, for our guest speakers today, you know, what, what happens after that and, and they build up to marriage for them. And subsequently, we'll be actually talking about the process of finding a partner in Islam, um, how to look for a partner in Islam, what is a marriage in Islam, to actually, um, you know, take us through a journey of understanding what marriage really is for converts, you know, um, for we've actually had quite a circular understanding of marriage thus far. It's more like a social contract. But for Islam, it's usually very, very different. So we're going to take you guys through that journey um, in, in a, uh, you know, later few episodes in this series. But today, let's focus on the two guests we have with us today. And you guys won't be uh, strangers to one of our speakers. And today, she's brought a husband with, with, us, with her. And um, she's uh, Sis Chaman and her husband, Brother Fitri. So, Alhamdulillah, um, thank you both of you guys for coming back again. Um, and I think last time we talked, we talked about Sishawan and uh, in her episode in Ramadan, we, I actually told her that I wanted to get both of you guys to come up during our marriage series to talk about how your marriage was. So, Alhamdulillah, thank you for coming up to make that dua. Uh, Alhamdulillah, you know, to, to show that that dua has been accepted. Um, firstly, you know, let's, let's talk about um, some introductions, right? So, maybe you guys could tell us how old you guys are, how long have you guys been married, what, what, are, you guys work, what, what are you guys working as? Smila. Okay. Uh, Assalamualaikum, everyone. So, um, this, uh, my convert name is Diana. So, it's Shan, I mean, I still stick to my old name, like Shan Bun, sometimes. But my Muslim clients and my, my family member will call me Yana most of the time. Uh, I am 31 this year and I'm uh, working as a financial services consultant. I'm from AIA. So, that's also how I met my husband. Um, Fitri Hakim basically uh, I know the whole family first yeah I know the whole family first I get to know their culture I was quite attracted actually then followed by we are quite uh, getting closer and closer then there's one day uh, his sister-in-law is hospitalized so when I was processing her claims and then I think Fitri Hakim's parent um, I think asked him to send me home or something then from there uh, we talked lah. So that, that's how I got to know Fitri Hakim that day in SGH. Yep. Alhamdulillah. Um, were you already a Muslim when you met him or were, were you not a Muslim yet learning about Islam? No, I'm still, I'm not a Muslim. Yep. I, oh, you're a Muslim. Okay. Yeah. I was still a Buddhist maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe we could zip over to Brother Hakim's perspective now. Like, I'm sure maybe you were asked by your family member to send uh, Sis Diana home. But like, what, what went through your mind? You know? How do you feel about her when you first saw her? Uh, yeah, Assalamualaikum uh, to everyone. Um, I'm Fitri Hakim. I'm 30 this year. Um, I'm an engineer myself. So um, at, at the point of time when, when, when I was asked by my parents to, to send her over, I don't really have any feelings at all. But at, at the first glance of um, looking at her, um, eye to eye, um, I was asking, I was telling myself, wow, who, who is this person actually? So it was, mm. um, it was quite, um, I would say, uh, um, a very catchy encounter for myself, uh, but not really for her, uh, according to the feedbacks I received from her. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then uh, when it started to develop, uh, when I mentioned develop is that we started to get to know each other, you know, text each other um, almost every day. Um, and there was, um, there was this, there was, a new, there was numerous occasions whereby um, I need to re-sign my, my premiums with AIA because I don't really have a permanent signature for myself even until now. So we, we, we meet each other quite a few times just for um, insurance purposes. So um, at the end of the day, um, we, we started to go out with each other, uh, you see. Then from there on, our relationship got, got even more um, um, stronger. Where where I we were, we actually we were actually thinking of you know being um, a bit more serious in our relationship, and there was this one time whereby we I actually asked um for her to go with me um to visit that will outcome, um where we get to learn a lot really a lot really a lot a lot of lessons together. Um, the first one I think we went was called. Um, introductions to Islam, if I'm not wrong, from from Darul Alkam, and that was really beneficial for us. Where um, Sister Shanwen or Diana actually managed to um, understand a few more things, and even for myself, I get to you know um, learn things that um, even a born Muslim would um, never thought of um, learning, as well. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, thank you guys so much for sharing. Um, I I think it's so amazing that you know like, we really meet you know our life partners in the most amazing of ways, right? Like, I think some nowadays, like, people my generation, or, or I guess it occurs more in our generation that we don't want to get married or we don't believe that we'll ever find our life partners. But so interestingly, like, you guys met in a situation where, like, it was a family, uh, you know, affair that, that, you, that got you into the hospital and then you left that entire incident, like, right now with, with, with a wife, with a life partner. So, alhamdulillah. Uh, I wanted to zip back to um, the situation when you first got to know uh, Diana, sis Diana. And like when you when you first like met her, she mentioned that she was really interested in Islam, right? And a little bit of interest in there. Like, did, did, do you feel like um, you know, uh, uh, how did you feel? Like, were you surprised that she was interested in Islam, or like, were there any thoughts that you had at the point of time? Yeah. Um. Yes, I was. I was actually surprised. Um. Actually, it, it was partly also because of me, and also um, she was willing to learn um the the religion of Islam um and also the teachings of Islam was also because of me. I'm not too sure why I haven't really asked her uh, why exactly um, in the first place. Then after that, when we started to go for classes, um, then it was revealed, um, Islam was revealed a bit more to her. Um, in terms of um, um, reception, um, in the first place, it wasn't really easy, uh, and I'm being honest. Um, of course, um, being a partner myself, I need to be there. You know, I, I am the one who's um, responsible for her at the end of the day. Um, and also... Um, then you need to be there for, 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 for your partner. For example, for myself, um, there are a few times um, where after in the class itself, um, and after, the, after 
the class maybe the first two or three lessons whereby she would cry because she would she wouldn't she wouldn't she wouldn't understand what she was um learning and she she was really asking why or how come um there is a need for myself to convert um then then um in that case you know you need to give um the answers that um that uh that are actually they actually true um that is that is also coming from your heart and that, that the answers which are which are correct so um my advice that i can give is that um for for a born muslim or as a partner you will always need to be there for your partners um especially if you were, if they were to go for classes because um believe me you will really learn a lot of things even as a born muslim yourself um new things that you never thought was true or never thought was um was uh, was there in the first place so there's a lot of things to learn especially in islam when definitely all of us will need like refreshment when it comes to like um religion and especially fundamentals of islam right so definitely i think when you talked about patience right it must have been really frustrating for sis diana and um mashallah i think like patience is really really truly the most important thing when it, when it comes to bring somebody into islam so um i guess for for sis diana like for for you um what role do you see um brother fichi playing in your role of conversion you mean role of him bringing me into islam is it yeah what well, was more like a like companion or like guide uh, or teacher yeah um initially is really companion a very strong companion like you know if anything goes wrong he will be there for me <laughs> and um a pillar of support definitely i mean as things goes mm. by you know if you very um shy to us about islam then i always ask him like you know sometimes mm. whether i recite correctly during prayers or what then i ask him yeah i mean during our journey after getting married lah before mm. that i will yes. still refer back to dawa kam <laughs> mm. yeah Alhamdulillah. And um, for 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 you when you took your shahada, um, how long was that away from your marriage? Was it like one year ago? Or was it half a year? It was, I think, three months before my marriage. Wow. Yeah, okay. Shahada. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After I mean, shortly after he proposed, lah, he proposed, and uh, of course, uh, after my private sessions with uh, Bro Samme from Darakam, then uh, mm. I realized that I was actually ready. Uh, without me realizing. It's just that one step, <laughs> uh, just one step, just to take shahada. Yep. So that's how yeah. I took my shahada. And at a point of time, um, how supportive was your family of your shahada? Um. Okay. Before. Okay. Our relationship, right? I feel that. I mean, it's for me. It's a must to have my parents' blessing. So from the very mm. early of our relationship, I've started to tell my parents and inform my parents about Fitri Hakim. Mm. So. Uh. Even both parents meet at a very very early age, uh, early early mm-hmm. days of our relationship. Almost like three months within three months, then mm. yeah, that's when his parents flew to Ipo, you know, just to meet my parents and. Mashallah. Yeah, flew meet my parents and I, I because I want him to know, uh, and want him to see where I'm from and to know really to know me deeper, uh, from from my Malaysia side of a family, mm. so it's actually quite similar. A uh, very warm family, mm. so I I I am very glad that they both, uh, both both sides of family like kick off very well. So from that, I feel mm. like you know I feel calm. I feel more settled to continue the relationship. Like, mm. Yeah. So so more more or less, I mean, um, uh, my mother will understand lah. Understand that I will need to convert, but it's just that um, I think the barrier is still myself whether to convert or not. That part of time, 
So mm-hmm. after going for classes, because during the relationship, I realized our biggest, uh, we didn't argue a lot. <laughs> our own, our main argument always re- revolves around religion. So that's mm. when I, I, I just we just decided to go there. come to find more to find out more. Uh, mm. it's yeah because it's a bit a bit um uh sad you know to let go just because of religion right mm. even though he's the right person, right. yeah that's when mm. I go and learn decide to learn more. Mm. Would you both agree that learning together when you guys were at Darakam really helped to un- um, create an understanding for both of you guys what Islam really is and to reduce the arguments? Yes, definitely, definitely. Because our argument def- uh, revolves around like, uh, I still remember uh, the, the one that triggers us to go to Darakam is because of the consumption of uh, alcohol. Mainly because mm. it's not really, I don't, I'm not an, uh, I, I'm not taking really highly on alcohol, you know, I'm not an alcoholic drinker. It's just, Especially when someone give birth, you know, you want you yeah. the, the dom, you know, that dom medical drink. To me, it's a um, you know, medicine values. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't take it as, as an alcohol at all. But some, I mean, they do have alcohol content, lah, which is yeah. I mean, haram in Islam. So that's right. when uh, and I need to know how to explain to my mother also. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. <laughs> that's when mm. after that, I decided to go tarawakam. I see, I see. And, and for, for yourself, Brother Fitri, like, how do you help like, seeking knowledge together to help to reduce the disagreements between the both of you about religion? Um, actually, uh, for this subject, I think um, that Darul Alkam really played a huge part in, in, in the questions that we ask within each other. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I am, for myself, I am no expert in, 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 the, in, in the religion of Islam, of course. Um, there's always someone that you can seek to, especially in Darul Alkam, for you to clarify your doubts or, um, you know, seek more knowledge. So for us, mm-hmm. um, um, we uh, we were very fortunate that um, there was this one time where we went for our our class in Darul Alkam, which was regarding prayers. Um, um, I'm not too sure what, what what the class was called. Um, prayer one. Prayer, let's yeah, prayer. Pray, yeah, let's pray. Okay, let's pray, pray one. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's pray one where I actually sat with Usta Samir. Then after that, I realized mm-hmm. how logical this person is. Um, to the way he talks, how he explains yeah. um about re- the religion of Islam and why is there a need for us to pray five times today. Um, at that point of time, I was quite captivated by his lesson. So, um, mm-hmm. Sister Shanwen was actually in a different class. We were separated, um, mm-hmm. men and women. Um, so when I was talking to um, Ustaz Samir, then um, I approached him personally. I approached him personally, asking, asking, asking him for his help to actually clarify some, some of some of the doubts that my uh, my partner have lah. So and yeah. then at the point of time, um, Alhamdulillah, uh, Ustaz Samir actually offered um to have a personal a private session with us with the, with the two of us, um mm-hmm. on every Sunday morning if I'm not wrong it's, it's at around t- ten to twelve yeah so we are free to ask any questions that that we we have a lot of doubts wow. so honestly that really helped us and we owe uh bro something quite quite a bit of deep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, so to answer your question, I given I think, um, uh, if you have doubts about the religion of Islam or f- for mm-hmm. questions that you have, um, Darul Alkam is a place to be. There's a lot of people who can relate to you and your questions. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of converts there. I mean, you yourself have been there, given so you should know a lot of people as well. So, um, <laughs> uh, it's very relatable, and I don't believe that you are uh, this person is the only person who has experienced this before. Um, other person can also relate to you and share their mm. their experiences and give you some um, you know good feedbacks. 
Yeah, yeah. I I think you guys will be happy to know that um Ustaz Samir is actually our advisor on the on Commerce Central. So he was actually also one of the people who founded it. And of course you guys know, right? Because you guys are in lead. And alhamdulillah that you guys managed to spend your you know a lot of time in our account with him and then that uh you know brought you guys to lead and that was when I actually met you guys the first time. Mm-hmm. So alhamdulillah for that, uh, how Allah's plan turns out to be always for the best. Um it seems like you guys had a very, very like um ease and 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 blessed you know journey towards marriage, and I'm so happy that um at least we have a very nice couple to in our community that we can look you know towards when we, when we look when we want to look at okay how how can Allah ease our journey to marriage, and and this is how I guess he has eased it for you guys. You know, like not much um you know um uh, pressure or like resistance from family, uh, and and you, you guys did it relatively quickly as well. So I'm very very happy to to hear that this was your journey towards marriage. So maybe you could you could zoom into like the marriage itself, um, and I'll and I'll pose the first question to Sis Diana. Like for you, what was surprising about a Muslim wedding to you? Um, surprising ah, uh, the number of guests. Mm. I guess ha ha ha. That's the first <laughs> thing lah. <laughs> As compared to a Chinese wedding, that's my mm-hmm. yeah. But other than that, uh, it's actually quite similar with the Chinese wedding. I feel I feel lah. Uh. Mm. Mm. And um, for brother Fitri, um, for yourself, um, because now you're you're marrying a Chinese uh, Muslim, right? Definitely, there'll be some differences in a traditional Malay Muslim wedding than a, a convert's wedding, right? What were these like challenges, and like maybe you could tell us a little bit about that? Um, challenges. Um, let's see. Challenges. Um, yeah, I mean, um, when when we in 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 my case, when when uh we mentioned Muslim wedding, um. Let's let's talk about wedding first. I think um for wedding, yeah. I think mostly for myself is like Malay, I'm a Malay. So when it comes to Malay wedding, normally we just we, we will just simply just wear our Malay traditional clothes and be our tuxedos yeah. and stuff, right? So but then for a Chinese wedding, there are a few customs that that we we can follow. Um, um tradition is tradition, religion is religion. Um, like for example, um wearing wearing our chongsam for for mm. the wedding itself um yeah which is i believe is i find it quite unique um of course um that is the, the, the chinese part of the wedding but i i don't really know how to differentiate between um muslim wedding and also uh, a different culture wedding because uh, for me I, I i normally separate between culture and, and religion so um and otherwise it's um it very it's very good to see the 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 mix between two 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 is especially the Chinese ways and also for for my side the, the Malay ways. At a point of time when we were, we were having our wedding, um, both sides were were equally happy. Um, uh, since Diana, Diana's side and also my, my side as well, and um, some of them mingled together. You know, talk talk to each other despite the COVID restrictions. Uh, then yeah, I think it, it's it's it was a very successful marriage so far. The the one that we're having now. Yeah, thanks. Sounds like a pretty interesting affair. Demographically, Sis Diana is from a you know non-Muslim background. So coming to a born Malay Muslim family, right, there might be some expectations that were that didn't um I guess didn't match. So like what, what were some of these challenges that you guys meet? Like either from your side or, or from Brother Fiji's side, like what are some challenges? You mean challenges in terms of like after I got married, is it? Correct, correct. Um cultural, only is the cultural side. Um like uh and of course my work related stuff when my clients discovered that I've converted you know the restraints that I have, but uh, alhamdulillah everything is really very smooth for me, um uh, and of course uh for uh like for for maybe for cultural practice side right like from 
from food restrictions, like because I'm Chinese foods are more towards steaming, you know, and soupy stuff, right? So when I came into Fitri's family, it's actually a lot of them are quite oily, I feel. <laughs> so frying and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct. So it it actually uh slowly lah, slowly. I mean, I I hope uh in time to come after we have our own house, we are able to 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 do something lah. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Was there a mismatch in like? Um, expectations for you to practice like um, you have to maybe play with them but maybe not be ready yet. Like, was it was that occasion that this kind of thing happened uh, thankfully no actually alhamdulillah no because mm. his family is very uh, open and you know they didn't really uh, put on any pressure on me so uh, oh. didn't rush me anything you know it, it's the it's myself like, you know it's, it's your internal mental block or mental mm. stress that you, you put on yourself that you have to achieve something you know um, mm. so that you uh but uh, as time goes along, I mean, I, I do learn. I mean, uh, gradually I learn how to make more du'as and uh, memorize more surah and all mm. during the prayers. So everything is going well so far. It sounds like, Brother Fiji, it sounds like you and your family really have things sorted out with, you know, with welcoming Sis Diana into the family and ensuring that she's, she feels comfortable enough to grow as a Muslim. Like, do you guys discuss, like, what to do, like, pre-marriage? Uh, pre-marriage, is it? Like okay, once she comes in, like we we have to we have to treat her in a particular way, you know. Do you guys discuss uh, this? Yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, there there was actually a discussion because as much as possible, we wouldn't there we we don't really enforce religion onto her. Um, it's it's sis uh, Diana's um voluntary, and also um voluntary um practices that she has been doing all by herself. So there, there, there is no need for my family to have any um, um, uh, putting any pressure on her uh, because we we all know that internally she's she's a good person at heart and also um, uh, a good human being So um, and to all the guidance that we have been through together um, in Darul Alkam and also with myself, um, we we leave it to to Sis Shanwen on the, the practices that, that she, she does. So we don't really put pressure on her. And Alhamdulillah, so far, um, we have been doing all the practices together, like praying together. I believe that is very, very important. And fasting is important or, uh, those, uh, on those sunnah day as well. I think that's a very, very good train of thought. And when it comes to Islam, I think everyone has a different pace. Some converts, sometimes we are... We, we, we take slightly longer time um, because possibly we, we, we might lack the knowledge or lack the motivation, right? And that's when, you know, understanding that this is how we are, mm-hmm. um, maybe the family might need to um, encourage and push a little bit. But I guess for, for in your case, when it comes to Sis Diana, she's very self-motivated. And, and for you guys, I guess it's, it's quite ideal that you guys play the supporting figure, which is great. Like, I think that's a great equilibrium that uh, every convert couple or even born Muslim couples have to find, right? when assimilating a new member into the family. So thank you guys for sharing that. And I guess I just um, one or two last questions before we end the podcast. Um, what do you guys think are some challenges that Muslim converts face when entering a marriage? I think there's a lot of thoughts that we run through the non-Muslim mind before the marriage. Like before the... Before my husband proposed, I already, I mean, predicted, right? I mean, I'll have to, I'll have to convert, right? So before that, I have a lot of like worries and fears, lah. Like you know, the, uh, either the pressures from his family or even my peers or even my family and friends. You see, like you're no longer, um, their click. You're no longer one of the family <laughs> member. You know, there was sort of, but thankfully they didn't like um outcast me. 
you know, especially they, they, they still have their drinking sessions, but I don't join, you see. But they'll still catch up with me occasionally, occasionally um, going to halal places. Lah. That one is for my family member, which I've recently only celebrated my first Chinese New Year as a Muslim. So that, there's, there's certainly a lot of restrictions um, in, in terms of like, you know, things I can do and I cannot do. Um, besides that, um, fear of like being outcast. And number second, secondly, it's like, um, to me, um, Qingming is very important. So it's like, um, uh, you're abandon, abandoning your whole family group. Like that. You know that kind of feeling. Mm. So I feel very sad every time after Daru Akram classes, I'll feel very sad. For doing these, you know, will my ancestor understand <laughs> that kind of feeling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really the practices, um, and and your social circle. Right? I guess like, cause when you get married to Brother Fitri, then you're 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 coming to the family. You you lose like your your closeness Correct. with your family, Correct. physical yeah, closeness, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, sometimes you as a convert, so you lose a lot of your non-Muslim friends. Then you feel yes, quite lonely because the whole time you're spending your time with 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 uh, brother future and his family. Sometimes it really feels like you're alone, and 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 of course it, and and the practices when it comes to our prior religion, right? Something it's a big barrier to to get across. And I think I think that's quite spawn. Um, I will worry about the same problems when I eventually I get married, and um and also a segue to brother future. Then like how 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 did you or how can you as a partner help her with these challenges then? Um, I believe being the being their pillar of support and always being there for for her. Uh, when I mentioned being there, say for example, um, we we marriage right. Um, I've always um I, I've always been saying this, but um, going to classes together is very important. Uh, it's not only to show support. It's not really about showing, but it's also about going to um together about uh, about the about learning the religions of the the religion of Islam. Um, there's a lot of knowledge to be acquired and of course at the end of the day you, you will find yourself discussing with your partner which makes things more, more clearer and that you guys will, will tend to be more transparent with each other there's, no, there's nothing that is hidden between you guys because you, you wouldn't want at the end of the day after your marriage then you start to, you start to ask questions that, that might be a bit too late so um, as much as possible be transparent with each other um, be open um, um, because for, for other religions, you, you, you guys will have different practices and for, for the religion of Islam, you need to know the purpose of doing all these practices like praying five times a day or worshipping one God, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, and um, so for all these discussions, it's, it's a discovery uh, between, between the two of you. So showing your support and also being there um, when your partner is going through hard times is always very important. And secondly, I believe... Um, um, having a sense of um, um, uh, calmness, I, I guess, in, in you um, to, to, to be a bit more sabar uh, with your, your partner because um, your partner is going through a lot of hardship um, trying to get into this religion, trying to learn something new because you can imagine yourself right now, if you are born Muslim trying to go into a different religion, you will be, you will be afraid or, and you don't know what to expect. So, um and uh yeah you, you need to be calm and of course and third thing I, I guess is um never stop praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also ask um for 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 the best for the both of you. Um uh, so I think that is very important uh to keep on to keep on um uh having your du'as towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asking for the best for you and your partner. Um um, as early as possible, uh, because if it's a bit, uh, if, uh, if it's later in the relationship, the harder it gets. Um, mm. 
So and also I think there's one more last thing is to have the 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 green light from both sides of the parents because you know um it's it's going to be harder if you were to get married then the other um side of the parents is not too happy with your your marriage um so um yeah i think those 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 are the the the, the things that um i can talk about just just to add on uh when when we when my parents and i visited ipo in i think two, two or three years ago um my parents were quite open about it um so was um sis diana's mother we were actually we actually went there to celebrate chinese new year so everybody was wearing red Uh, and you we were and my parents and her mother was actually very open to talk about to talk about us and also um, oh. religion religion as well so um i feel that the both of us we are very blessed um of course the both of us um have never stopped um, thanking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 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 the journey that he has put us through um and the ease of of the relationship that we have so far especially on a, on both of our family side lah I feel like we could just cut out the the previous maybe like 3 minutes of content and that would be the whole podcast. That that were actually like all of our learning points were in that <laughs> in were, were in that segment just now. Thank you so much for the feature. I think that's all all of what you say spot on. Like firstly talking about knowledge. It's important to seek knowledge together so that you guys can learn a, a form of Islam that both of you can subscribe to, right? Yep. Not like a lot of differences in practices, especially in our Islamic community. So learning one version that you guys can agree on is, is important, especially for new Muslims, right? And added on the difficulty is that most convert marriages comes with the package of you first bring the person to Islam first and then you get married, right? It's not, it's mm-hmm. not just two Muslims coming together to get married. Yep. Important of seeking knowledge. And importance of patience, like you mentioned, importance of being patient for being patient and calm to your partner. The 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 form of Islam you show to her in your actions so will be the form of Islam she gets to observe, um, in a manner that's most up close to her, mm-hmm. him or her, you know, either or anyone. And if your Islam is really really good, and make sure that your Islam is good, you are patient, you are calm. Then this is the Islam that they will aspire to become, in mm-hmm. the future, right? Yep. And and you really set the bar. And and that's something that that I guess a lot of us also miss when it comes to marriages. Like we want to find good partners, right? But we forget to ensure that we are first, first and foremost, that good partners in itself. So, um, spot on as well. And when you talked about du'as and prayers, it's also so important. Like, I I I can't seem to, I I can't seem to like imagine how many du'as my friends have made for me, and how many du'as my the the person who brought me into Islam has made for me. You know, in order. So eventually, I will become a Muslim, and mm. then when I did, you know, I I think like to you, all your du'as are worth it. You get to bring someone to Islam, and then you get to marry the person. I think that's something that has a lot of barakah and blessings for, for, mm. for you know in itself. So, spot on points. Um, very very good advices, and I think any one of these these advice, you know, if you were if if a new couple were to build towards it, right, they can really make a marriage work. So thank you for sharing all the, all of these advices, and I guess as just as a way to end the episode, um. I want to bring like all three of us back right now to 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 the to brother Fitri then when he first realized that okay he he has feelings for 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 Diana or Shaman then, um but it was quite scary I didn't know she would convert or she won't convert like you don't know whether like you say all this about Islam will she even like take the the hidayah or tawfiq or will Allah even allow her to become a Muslim right? If if someone is in that situation now and of course you took a leap of faith then you know and if someone is in that situation now what advice would you give to them? For them to you know make a better choice, make a you know informed decision about whether to continue to try or to move on. Um, 
uh, I believe everything needs uh, needs effort. Um, first step, I, I think for for um, for 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 example, born Muslims um, as a partner, mm. you guys can go to classes together. So that is the first step, and then um, an ongoing step I believe is to keep your faith um, in the plannings of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. In in to just keep everything in your du'as to 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 ask him for the best for the both of you as partners and for him to to plan out um yeah for 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 the best of the both of you i think keeping the faith is very important um um because it um it allows you to um to to be even more i would say calm um in approaching um conversations with with your your um your partner because it it won't be easy um, this journey won't be easy for 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 either of you, especially if you have um parents who are not really um supportive of your your relationship. So um, but I I'm not too sure on 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 where do you on where do you say um okay that's it for the end of the relationship. I I don't really have that um have that experience before, unfortunately. I'm sorry about that, but. In terms of the the guidance, I think um, is like, the advices I've, I've given is to keep your faith and also to go to classes mm-hmm. together and also to experience what your why uh, your 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 partner is experiencing the hardships the hardships that she is going through to enter a new religion um, for the better of uh, the both of you. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And I, I guess I can help you add on um about the choices like whether we choose to or not. As as Muslims, we all know like. Um, when we are met with a certain like decision to make, it's a it's a big one, right? We can pray our istikhara to know. So if let's say you are really at a crossroads and either or you don't know, right? Just uh, you can pray two rakats of istikhara and um, how to pray istikhara you can find out from either Darurakam or from any of the asatisas in Singapore. Um, and if you see a sign that you should continue, you should. And even if let's say you fail, it's good for you. So because you you know you your actions are rewarded by intention. It's in the ma'amalubin yet. So if you don't get to bring someone to Islam, they don't come into Islam, you'll be you'll still be rewarded if you have done it sincerely, right? Mm-hmm. And, and alhamdulillah, so I, I think either all is fine, right? We are, we are, we are either going through a learning journey or alhamdulillah, we end up with a spouse. And and ultimately, we will, ne- we will never know what tomorrow lies ahead. Mm-hmm. So important thing is, is istikhara. And I'm sure you guys have also done both of yep. you guys, like for marriage, for, for getting to know each other, you guys done istikhara. So I think that would be a good um choice to, 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 to make when you are at a crossroad. And and like that what Barafichi said, you know, um definitely when when you want to bring someone to Islam, right? The more you know, the more likely they are gonna come into Islam. Because they, they use you as a reference, right? Like, like what sis um Diana said that all, all the questions that, that that she had, she was asked, she asked Barafichi. No, like and what you said about the future about being transparent, right? I recall when I first started out, um, I, I didn't know any du'as. I would just recite gibberish, you know. I, I didn't know any of the alphabets, and I asked, okay, is this correct or not? And mm-hmm. and I I trusted my partner to help me because I knew if I were to go to any random person out on the street, they'll laugh at me. What, what are you saying, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. these questions will come to you, and the better you are at answering them, the more knowledge you are, the the better Muslim you are, the more chances that he or she will come to Islam. So take it as an experience to refine ourselves as well. That, that we, we don't just end up with a spouse, we don't just end up with a new Muslim in, in the deen, but we end up as better Muslims out of it. Yep. So thank you guys, both of you guys for coming up to share your, your you know, marriage experience, how you guys got to, you know, um, get to know each other, coming to a marriage. 
and also for helping us open up the series with such a beautiful and blessed story. Uh, I'm so happy that I got to um, interview you guys today. And I think um, you guys are inspiration for myself. I hope that my marriage journey is, is also something like that. That me and my Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And I, I, I pray that you guys eventually uh, get a child soon and maybe we can uh, get them on Goal Central as well in the future. Inshallah, amen. <laughs> so, Allah. So let's end this podcast. Um, I think it's been a very fruitful discussion by reciting Tasri Kafara as well to Asr. And inshallah, later on in the series, we'll be getting uh, Sis Shawan and Brother Fitri to come back to talk about what makes a successful marriage from the perspective of some of the um, challenges they face as a couple and how they got past it, inshallah. So let's end the podcast. Inshallah. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu Allah ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wala as innal insana lafi khus illa alladhina amanu wa aminu as-salihati wa tawasabi al-haqi wa tawasabi sabr. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.